Welcome to Wormhole with Max Dickens and Jack Barry. Today we'll be travelling down wormholes like how do you fake your own death and get away with it? He was living in, in the walls for ages. Put like a picture of him on the wall. They just like hammered the nail and he was like, ah! <laughs> Which country are the world champions of shoplifting? Shoplifting rates are higher amongst people in higher income brackets. Anthony Warrell Thompson used to, yeah. used to nick things. He's got he shoplifted, didn't he? What is the brown note? Why does it make you shit yourself? We put a label on it. It just says Big B for brown. It's got, and it has a do not touch little sign over the top of it. Yeah. Leave that alone. There's so much to learn. So come, take my hand and come with us down the wormhole. Oh, welcome to wormhole. Welcome to wormhole. Good evening, wormies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 thanks for joining us, uh, the Wormsters. If you're on the Patreon, you're getting this three months early. And it's uh, going to be five minutes longer. <laughs> Thank you, Daryl, our one Patreon. Yeah, I don't want to miss out on three minutes of chat about stamps, so I'm going to get the Patreon. Maybe not good to start a podcast by mugging off anyone who donates to Patreon. <laughs> no, I think Patreon, if you I get... ever donate to Patreon, you're a fucking sucker. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for listening to our podcast. I think One th- day we might do a Patreon. Yeah. I think donate to Patreon. Yeah. Don't pretend it's because everyone's obsessed about three minutes about stamps or whatever. Oh, I see. It's, you should give, if you enjoy something and people are doing it for free, yeah. you should pay them to do it. Five pounds a month to, for your favourite podcast is eminently sensible. Yeah. But you shouldn't have to be You shouldn't have convinced. to be with a little prezzy. Yeah. Oh, I see. What are yeah, all these yeah, three yeah. funny dudes thinking about stamps? <laughs> But it was a complete cell phone, you're right. So, um... Here to go down some wormholes. Yeah. Tripping down a hole of a worm. (laughs) (laughs) And if you want more of that... Yeah. Just subscribe. Um, Subscribe to Patreon. I've not been in a wormhole. Should Um, we do the most expensive Patreon? What, like a million quid? Yeah, that would be like... Maybe a way to... Like a marketing gimmick. And get one sugar daddy to... And just be like, yeah. And just like, my, and it, it would be in the news, wouldn't it? It'd be like, this is the most expensive Patreon would you, going. Would you do that, though? If if, if just a dude... A dude gets said, a million said to you, quid. So you get, we get an email. And yeah. it's like a dude called Yamal or something. Yeah. Um, you, what, why do you think he's a Saudi I, prince? Yeah, he's a Saudi okay. prince, but he's a sheikh or something. Okay. He's like, look, I will give you a million pounds. Okay. But you can only do a podcast for me. And no one else is allowed to listen to it. And, and you have to read out every email. And we get a million pounds. You, we get a million He's points. the only listener. Only listener. And we've got to do two episodes a week. But we've got, Two a week? Yeah. Oh, you're mal. Yeah. So thirsty. <laughs> he just loves it. He's and no one else then. is allowed to hear it. Yeah, Did you do that? In a heartbeat. You but, then, but then you're going to be in like a pub and someone's going, oh, yeah, yeah so what do you do? Well, I do um, well, I'm one of those sort of modern creator economy people yeah, co- do a podcast creator. oh cool 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 can I listen to your podcast no you can't listen no you can't have you got a million quid no have you got a million and one quid only your mouth's allowed to listen yeah it's a bit like sort of indentured servitude isn't yeah. it really you're like a butler it's a bit like a butler but you just do content instead of drinks I do it for a year I do it for a year why not Oh, please say Come on, you Mal. Oh, come on, where are you? Um, yeah. I've not been down a wormhole. I have been to Corfu on holiday, though. Beautiful. Mm. Lovely place. And some th- I went on EasyJet. Yeah. And uh, I've got to say I was not impressed 
with the standard of piloting. No. I don't mean how they fly. I just mean general demeanour. Well, the chat that they give you at the beginning. On the way out. Yeah. From Gatwick. It's delayed, obviously. Not a big deal. I'm on my holidays. I'm reading my book on the plane. I'm Great. relaxed. Great. The pilot, you know the pilot when he does the announcement, he'll normally do it in the cockpit and he's just like, oh, sorry about this, you know. Yeah. Uh, previous fight delayed as well. We'll, we'll be uh, taxing soon. Yeah, yeah, Keeps yeah. it short and sharp. And we'll try and make up some of the time. Yeah. He, he, when they say that. Professional. Take a shortcut. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go by <laughs> Bucharest. Cut a corner. Yeah. We're going to do a big dog leg to get there, but actually we're going to shave a little bit off the corner. Yeah, we're going to plough through the centre of the earth. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's professional at least. Yeah, he's, he's got a grip on it. Yeah, or yeah, she. yeah. And uh, but this guy, he insisted on doing his announcements literally at the front of the plane, like he was what, like Jay Leno. What? And the is they it a went, microphone. Yeah, he had one of those microphones which is looks a bit like a walkie-talkie, and it's stretched all the way out from the cockpit. And he looked down the cockpit, and I, I'm not joking. These these announcements last three or four minutes. What? And he's trying to make eye contact with you? Or he's yeah, like, he's doing little jokes. Crowd work. <laughs> Soon a bit, yeah, he's a bit of crowd hey, work. Where you from? Yeah, and he's got, obviously got a bit of patter, yeah. you know, a bit of pilot patter. Give us a shout if you're single. Yeah. Well, they sound a bit happier than the couples, don't yeah. they? Yeah. yeah. A bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then, you know, some, someone says, oh, it's my birthday. It's a yeah, lady yeah. in the third row. And he says, oh, I'm not allowed to ask a woman how old she is, so how much do you weigh? He does all that stuff. Yeah, nice. And yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that it's they, 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 they kills at the back. Yeah. There's a load of guys at the back, they're off to Mykonos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're going nuts. They're loving it. Yeah. He Clearly, he was desperate to do a podcast. Yeah. And I kind of let it go. And then it was another sort of 20 minutes goes past. And it's like, oh, still more delays. He comes out and says, starts another po new podcast. New so you're episode. all just sitting like on the runway sort of yeah, waiting yeah. to take off. So he comes out, does another another sort of another episode of his podcast. Yeah. And then invites everyone into the cockpit. What? So we're going to be here for ages. So if anyone wants to come, come and have a look at the cockpit, I'm, I'm easy with it. He's lonely. 150 people queued. I, I thought people would be like, oh, I'm all right, mate, actually. 150 people? I'm, well, it, was, it seemed like half the flight were queuing up. What? I, I thought, security-wise, aren't they... The, the rule is you're not... You don't got no idea who these people are. I thought they always had to have, like, security. They had to, like, knock on the door if anyone was going so this in is the thing. all that sort of thing. So this, this, this is another when thing. When you see them now and they're, like... One of the like, if they want to take him, take the pilot a drink. They like knock on the door, and then one of the stewards like stands over the door like this while they open it. Yeah, to make sure they don't get rushed. <laughs> exactly. But then they just invite everybody in. Yeah, so I was like, I'm not comfortable with this. I was watching yeah. my brother going like, this feels weird. I like, I wouldn't want if this plane goes down. We know why. We know why. Yeah. Someone has got in that cockpit and they put a bomb in there, or well, they, they, they've yeah they put some chewing gum on one of the buttons. <laughs> And that's all it took. Yeah, he can't flick it off. He's trying to put trying to put the wheels down. And I just thought this guy's not taking it seriously enough. And then on the way back from Corfu, yeah, we're, we're in the air and there's a lot of turbulence. About about an hour into the flight, the, the pilots come out of the cockpit. What? They're, they're sat with the, the air stewards and the air stewardesses. They're having a coffee. They're having a bit of banter, a bit of a flirt. Really? And people are going walking past them, having a have a piss and and, and all this stuff. It's like I do not want. You're too casual. I don't want to see you. I do not want to see you have a personality. No. Pilot. You a computer's doing everything. I want you to at least be sat there with your, your hands on the wheel. I do not want to see another side of a pilot. I want to see one side of a pilot. Yeah. It's, it's deadly serious. Well, it's like doctor. Like a doctor. Or you like don't a... want like a horny doctor. <laughs> you don't want, you know, you don't, I don't want to know your personal life. I don't want you coming into this. I want it pure business. Or like, you know, he... He reaches in behind you and he's got 50 pp. So yeah. you don't want any of that. No. I mean, I've got your nose. You yeah, don't want yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Keep it serious. It is cancer. You're not. 
<laughs> he's, he's doing that. Your nose has come off. You've got your cancer of the off. nose. It's awful, actually. We should have spotted it earlier because yeah, your nose has literally come off. Yeah, it's really bad. But there is a 50p in there. So that's gonna, <laughs> it's only for the meter. Something. Um, but I do not want to see a fun side of these people. No, man. That's terrifying. And so what did you do? Well, I stormed the cockpit and said, I'll yeah, do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You so, just flew it back yourself. Exactly. It's just, just certain jobs you've got to... I sort of feel a bit like this with my job, though. And you know, I just do stand-up. And I sort of feel like sometimes I'm not in a mood to be that guy. Yeah. You know, sometimes you're just feeling a bit sad. And I'll do a gig and I'll just sort of talk about how sad I am. And the audience are like, this is what we want from you. <laughs> we, don't want, we don't want real life from you. We want funny man. And then I'm like, oh, I'm the fun pilot all of a sudden. Yeah. I hadn't thought of it like that. But, yeah, that guy sounded but like... But you don't lonely. have... 400 people's lives in your hands oh when I'm cooking <laughs> when I'm really cooking with that mic I could snap my fingers everyone in there's dead dead yeah 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 <laughs> right yeah. okay you know yeah, like the right. brown note where it's like you play a note of music and it makes everyone shit themselves what are you talking about the brown note is that that it's like a myth or it's like a thing oh it's Supposedly, not real well I don't know there's one note. There's a note, and it if it plays, it's like the right frequency that it will make your sphincter release, it will make you shit yourself. I reckon, like, the first day of music college, they're like, look, we've got to get this out of the way. Everyone's going to be asking if we okay. don't say something. You can try all sorts of things here, take some risks, make mistakes, sure, but do not press the brown note, okay? Yeah. If you put a label on it... It just says Big B for brown. It's got... And it has a do not touch little sign over the top of it. Yeah. Leave that alone. And every year, someone there's someone yeah. who presses it. It's a right of passage. First person to get expelled from music school yeah. every year. But yeah, so I have that, but I have it for comedy, and I and I tell a joke, and it will and it will kill someone. It's yeah. like a, it's like the five point exploding hull technique from yeah. Kill Bill. <laughs> if I touch you in a certain way with my jokes, I can make your heart stop beating. <laughs> I've been on holiday. I love foreign supermarkets. Oh, me too. Absolutely love the them. The best, yeah. Foreign crisps. Yeah. Foreign snacks. I Do you feel like it's getting less exciting? What, with globali globalisation? With globalisation, yeah. A little bit, yeah. I feel like I went to Italy. I love a foreign supermarket. I went to Italy recently, and I was like, here we go, foreign supermarket, can't wait. And it was basically everything that I find in my shops. They had, yeah. like, Sacla pesto, and they had, like, that Galbani cheese that you get in Lidl. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this is the same as back home. This is a bit of a shame. Yeah. Loads of Kinder chocolate and Milka. Do, yeah, but do you remember going abroad and getting milk at you were like what is this yeah it Cocaine. was amazing yeah yeah but now it's everywhere now it's everywhere i found that when i was in the u.s i went to the u.s recently and i was like i'm gonna buy loads of crazy stuff that you can only get in the u.s and i was like really enjoying like being in like a sort of convenience store yeah and i bought these pretzels that were covered in chocolate i saw them in tesco last week Ugh. exactly the same ones the i just never noticed did you pay for them i did pay for them so i spoke to someone this week yeah won't say who it is well i can say who it is i won't say the surname rich <laughs> <laughs> okay who says he just said Richie casually rich. he just said um i've i've started shoplifting now i said like, what do you mean he said i started doing it because i thought i wanted to see if i enjoyed it was it rishi sunak just it's rich yeah <laughs> um richie yeah <laughs> richie rich um he said I, I wanted to see if i would enjoy it 
and if it was a thrill, and it was, so I've, I've carried on. And he's addicted to it now. He just he, he says it's not, but he said it so casually, casually, and this seems to be a new thing. Apparently, that nicking stuff is is just apparently just yeah. normal. And apparently, it's, it's an epidemic of shoplifting in the UK now, in the world now. But not just with people who you think would would steal because maybe they need to, like addicts, cost of living crisis. But it's but be it all people who are, who are really need the food. Yeah, it's middle class people who are like, yeah, why not? Oh, yeah. And people, it doesn't, no one sees it as a crime. No, no. I read, I did read a thing the other day that said it's, it's something like shoplifting rates are higher amongst people in higher income brackets than they are in people in lower income brackets. Anthony Neil Worrell Thompson used to, yeah. used to nick things. He's got, he shoplifted, didn't he? Loads yeah. of people I know, loads of like the most sort of middle class people I know have shoplifted. It's for the thrill, it's, it's an odd sort of, Robin Hood thing as well, isn't it? Sort of like a two fingers up to. Well, I think that in waitress. theory, that that's what I like about it. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I, I would steal from Tesco because like they're, but it, they're it, like a big chain and they're like shyster and they like screw over farmers and they're like bad. When's the last time you stole something from a self service checkout? I've never. I mean, I never. You've never. Sorry. No. You've, you've never, in your life, taken something from a self service checkout or put something through as the wrong thing. Oh. You've, Put something throws the wrong thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I did that like two weeks ago. You put a turkey through as a Yeah, I put through Arabo. Uh I can't I think it was like a packet of chocolate as a as a onion. <laughs> 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 I think. But no, but in terms but of like, but it's interesting. That I just even... haven't got the guts. It's not for it's not for lack of desire. Do you realize what we just said? You've not even equated that with you have stolen a bar. <laughs> that was what it was. I still paid for it. Just you did... paid for an onion? Yeah. That's not a bar of chocolate, is it? <laughs> it's An still, onion is what, 9p? I still gave them something. And in my you know, I think they were overcharging for that chocolate in the first place. Everything's gone up. See, this is the logic <laughs> though, isn't it? It's not, yeah. No one thinks it's real. It's true. It's true. But you sort of look at these supermarkets that seem to do doing better and better. They're all run by billionaires and the rest of us are all screwed. So, you know, it's hard to feel that bad about it, really. You told me that you wanted to talk about shoplifting, so I actually ended up down a bit of an internet wormhole reading right. about shoplifting. There was like a league, I was reading a, a league table <laughs> uh, where they had like, it was from 2016, but it was like all the different countries were Ooh. like scored in terms of like who's shoplifted the most in right. terms of like per capita. What, who, and, okay, so which country do you think top of the league table in terms of what people are shoplifting from there and how it all adds up per capita? Oh, it's per capita. It's yeah. Not, it's not like. Because otherwise, big countries automatically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Per capita. Per capita. Um, I'm gonna guess something like I don't know. This reflects well on me. South Africa. No, not even close. No. Right, right down the other end, actually. Uh, it was. Uh, uh, <laughs> it was Denmark. <laughs> what? Denmark, top top of the league table in shoplifting. In the one. No that way. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess everything there's more expensive. Yeah, actually, I so suppose it's easier for it to add up. If a tin of marmite is, and it does come in tins, yeah. <laughs> if, if, if a tin of marmite is twenty five quid, then I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then you're only going to have to nick a couple of them. Wow! Like bottom of the list was like Senegal, which I think really? I guess like everything yeah. just everything costs less. Yeah, yeah. Where, where's the UK in this league table? Sixth. So we there's a lot, bad. lot of growth. To yeah, yeah, this. yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, then like Uruguay was like third, which I was kind of surprised about. Right. But I guess is it Uruguay expensive? I went there once. I can't remember it being very expensive. But yeah, so yeah, pretty interesting. I'd like to be able to shoplift. It's quite a um, maybe it's something we can aim up to. 
Yeah. It's like a, it's a spontaneous thing. But there is a pandemic of, of shoplifting. But I also think there's a pandemic of no spontaneity now. I think spontaneity is dying in our society, which I think is a bit of a shame. Um, tell me more. I wanted to go for a pub lunch for like a Sunday roast. Yeah. In a pub near mine last week. And nobody wanted to go with you. Nobody wanted to go with me. Everyone had plans. Everyone it, was getting married. Is, it, is this what this is about? Everyone I know was getting and, married. And the week before, there was a lot of funerals. Yeah, there? yeah, yeah. And a lot the of hair washing. That, it was the World Cup final. Yeah. And then there was a migraine epidemic. Yeah. But everyone, every one of these pubs that I rang was booked up. And they're like, you have to book two weeks in advance if you want to go for a Sunday lunch. And I was like, what happened to us? <laughs> What happened to this country? Who are these people who know they what they want to have for lunch two weeks in advance? In two weeks' time. It's mad. I yeah. can't get my head around it. Everything, everything now. Like, you can't just decide to do something on the day. Anything is sold out in advance. Yeah. Any restaurant that you want to go to is booked up a day in advance. You cannot just decide to do something and go and do it on the day. Have you ever forgotten an, anniver like an anniversary with your partner or a birthday? And gone like the day before. Oh, fuck! Yeah, I've done it with other fans. And I'm thinking like, right, I've got to book something. I've got to do something. Yeah, it's the next day, and you're like, there is nothing. There's left. No yeah, you're. I fucked. cannot take her to Legoland. No, again. Yeah, like, like, I, I. It's always from a Legoland though. <laughs> no one's booking to go to Legoland. It's just loads of disgruntled couples, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> embarrassed boyfriends. Yeah, and the boyfriend pretending to enjoy yeah. it too much. Yeah, it's great though. I. I, I, the thing is, I think spontaneity is overrated. Really? You know this th saying? I can't plan anything. I don't want to, like... My parents, every time I speak to them, they're like, what are you doing in six months' time? I'm like, I don't know, I'll probably be dead. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I genuinely can't see myself living past three months in the future. Yeah. Like, the thought of planning anything that far in advance is mad to me. I never... And even just knowing what I'm going to do two weekends time, I'm like, I can't. I'm just, I'm going to figure it out when I get there. I don't know what mood I'm going to be in. But, but don't you think, you know, you, people have this saying, oh, I don't like organised fun. This is a thing people say, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, oh, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't stand organised fun. Yeah, it's like but a cool, what, it's a cool stance to have now, isn't but, it? But what fun that you've had as an actual adult has not been organised? Every fun's organised. Sex. Keep it in the calendar, <laughs> Jack. Keep it organised. The calendar doesn't lie. Schedule it. Do you schedule it in? A lot of couples do schedule it. Though. I think maybe I yeah maybe I should start scheduling it in as well because sometimes it sometimes it slips and it goes a couple of weeks and you haven't done. But it. that's generally what like a couple therapists would say. You know, get it get it in the diary. Get it in the diary. Is that just what is that just what being an adult is? What happens as well? You ring up your mate and you're like, oh, do you want to come to the um, uh, cup game, West Ham uh, Stoke on Thursday? I can't. I'm being I've been wanked off then. Yeah, the, are you allowed to say that? <laughs> if you get off at work, yeah. So yeah, your boss you're, rings you're you up. like, I need you to come in. You're like, it's been in the diary. Yeah, I've I'm put getting, it. I've I am put getting it noshed off. Yeah, I'm getting noshed off. If you actually look on Microsoft Outlook in the calendar, noshed I, off. I have shared the calendar with you, and yeah. it, you'll see that it's been in there for some time. So yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I don't know, but I, I do think it's a shame with like spontaneity. I like to keep things loose. This is why I've never been to Glastonbury. I've never been Glastonbury. And everyone's always like, you've got to go to Glastonbury. And then I'm like, okay, I'll go. You know, when is it? It's in two months' time. Okay, well, how do I go? Oh, no, the ticket's sold out eight months ago. Yeah. And, and even if you want to get a ticket, you have to register for a ticket 
even longer before that. And then when the tickets go on sale, you can't just buy a ticket. You need a syndicate. This is how my friend told me that they did it. You need a syndicate of 12 people and they're all trying to, and they've got everybody's details in a spreadsheet. And once they go, they can buy six tickets at a time. So they buy for half the people. Then they notify everybody. Then they're, and I was like, I don't want to go. It sounds like it's going to be full of nerds, this festival. <laughs> I don't want to go. It sounds like the, the lamest festival ever. It's full of a bunch of losers. But yeah. Everyone's going to be on their, on their timetables and their, Filofaxes the whole weekend. <laughs> I don't want to go to this. And it's going to cost me three hundred and fifty pounds to hang out with a bunch of losers. Yeah. But having said that, I have I have registered. I have <laughs> Tell you what's a new thing. What? I've noticed this recently on my train back from Waterloo. Yeah late at night whole families who've been at gigs together whole families like, there's a Guns N' Roses big gig I think at the O2 yeah whole family like mum, dad nine year old girl 13 year old boy all off to Guns N' Roses spontaneously presumably not they just came up they've got all the gear the, they got, like, that's how that's old are the kids thing, isn't it well I just told you Sorry, I, I wasn't you, listening. Sorry, you had a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't listening. What were you doing in that moment? What do you think this is? No, I what was... What the fuck I is going on? picturing If you're not concert. listening to me, who is listening to me? <laughs> you're mad. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, oh you're mad. <laughs> Fucking hell. What else haven't you listened I to? I was picturing them. I just didn't hear the number. You said they're nine. <laughs> what the... The girl is nine. The girl is nine. The so they're 13. young. So they're young kids. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That is weird. I wouldn't have done that. But how? Do you, what's a nine-year-old girl doing in being into Guns and Roses? Exactly. Yeah. And they think it's cool to go to gigs with their parents. Maybe they. Maybe it is. Maybe it is cool. What gig? Have you ever go to a gig with your parents? I don't think I've ever been to anything. No. I told my mum I'd take her to see ABBA, the holograms, <laughs> <laughs> which I hope will be fun. I don't know anything about that. It's meant to be good, isn't it? Yeah. Take, take her to the holograms. Yeah, take her to the holograms. Take her to see them. That's quite a mum thing to say, isn't it? Yeah. I'd like to go to the holograms. Darling. Take me to the take, holograms. Show me your holograms, darling. <laughs> you should take her to something awful, just like a load of things projected into a, like an empty bin and go, this is what it is. This is it. Yeah. And everyone's it's, been talking about it. Slip her some MDMA. It's 150 quid a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. I am... Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about those kids going to Guns N' Roses. What, what was your th- feeling on it then? I just thought I can't imagine ever doing anything like that with my parents. No, me neither. Although, I went to the Rolling Stones with my parents once. Did you? Yeah. Not that long ago, actually. I've been to them twice, actually, with my parents. Now I think about it. But I think that's the only band that we both like. Yeah. I don't think there's much other crossover in terms of our musical taste. That's why I'm surprised about a nine-year-old girl being into Guns N' Roses. And Guns N' Roses is also quite, you know, fuck fuck the system, sort of... It's also quite like, um, fuck with my penis. Fuck like, with my that's penis. kind of the music, isn't it? Axl Rose is... That was their big hit, wasn't it? Yeah. In the late it. 80s. I want to fuck with my penis! Axl Rose, this is not a good joke. You know, his name is an anagram of oral sex. That's why he spells it without an E. A X L R O S E. All sex. Wow. Yeah, come on, kids. <laughs> Let's go see. The, and he's like 60 now. Yeah. He's the bass surely... player is called Arsefucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is he? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's something I've noticed recently with 
children. Yeah. So I was at, went to the pub yesterday. Yeah. And there was loads of people who brought their kids. Okay. Who are these people? Oh, pub kids. <laughs> who are these people who dress up their toddlers as like weird Sabutio versions of themselves? Oh. And, I, and I'm, I'm talking about almost identical. Like the toddler is sort of two. And he's wearing the same outfit as the like, parents. He's got like skinny chinos on, oh, some yeah. white pumps, like a blue polo shirt. Yeah. And like so hair. Sort of like Air Force Ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hair, yeah. hair done with a load of wax in it. Yeah. Like sort of Mark Noble's head. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. Sort of. Blue gilet. Yeah. Dark the sort of navy gilet. Exactly them. Yeah. But, but miniature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think, who's that for? <sighs> Is that for other, are other, are other toddlers being like, oh, look at... He's a pretty sharply dressed chap. Oh, I say. Yeah. He looks exactly like the older guy. I yeah, who is that for? Is it it's quite I mean, but I this is this this is part of my whole kind of suspicion of having kids in the first place. Well you just dress them up as yourself. It's like people are doing it for ego, aren't they? Yeah. They're like, when I die, there needs to be something of me around, so I'm gonna jizz something out into the world for them. <laughs> for, you know? I got in an argument with a guy once because I said that I might want to adopt one day. And he was right. like, why would you do that? What's the point? And I was what's like... What's the point? Yeah. He was like, what's the point? I was like, well, I have to go through the arguments of pro-adoption to you. Like, there's loads of kids who don't have homes. And he was like, yeah, but then it's not you. He's like, then, then you're not leaving any of you behind after you die. And then I was like, oh, you're mad. And I feel like he's the kind of guy who would probably dress his kid up look the same. Yeah. You know? It's like, oh, if you're obsessed with you, your your DNA walking around like that. But it's so impatient. So I can't even wait till they're 14, 15 for them to be like me. I need them yeah. now. You've got to like get it me. in there now. Yeah. They, when they're 14, 15, they won't listen to what you're saying, I guess. So you've got you to do it while they're impressionable. And presumably they're doing it to being like, look at my good-looking kid. Look at my sexy kid. Which in itself is bizarre. I, do, I find it weird that kids have like good hairdos that is I find bizarre yeah. that they're well dressed I used to dress like a little hobo when I was a kid I had the worst barnet ever the same pure bowl it pure was. bowl yeah 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 nothing but bowl and I was happy my mum used to take me to have my haircut at a place called Leonard Henry's and he was this m lovely but bonkers guy and it was a second hand junk shop yeah crossed with the hairdressers yeah and that's what it that's what he did so you could go there and you have a haircut and he'd be like oh do you want a load of squash balls what then he just had them <laughs> he, he would have well. like he'd like just five... try and palm off something else yeah 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 he'd be like oh do you want a uh, tiny plastic piano oh great and what would you get that as well was your mum like no just the hair <laughs> oh yeah and everything had like um, we're here for hair you know, the stickers they have on tombola prizes yeah like, what like a raffle ticket yeah, yeah 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 that's how it was all priced and nuts what and he put that on your hair as well. <laughs> Sold my hair. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the level of care that was put into Yeah. That's how that's that's how sort of sartorially yeah. sort of bothered we were. Yeah. Yeah. There was just, just like no style or anything like that now. No. Is that is that social media and TikTok? Is that what's making the kids like give a shit about style? The kids aren't doing it. It must be the parents. Yeah, I guess. Maybe it's some anti sort of pedo tactic that if you dress up your children as adults. Then yeah. that will then, then trick the pedo. The pedo's like, I'm, I'm, but I'm confused. This now. isn't what I wanted. Yeah, this isn't <laughs> what I'm here for. If I wanted to fuck an adult, I'd just be not a pedo. Yeah, and, <laughs> and they articulate this out loud. And then the, the, yeah, and the parents are sitting there going, "Yes, good. This is what I wanted." Yeah, and then the pedo goes and jumps off a building. Hmm. It could be that, but I, 
<laughs> I suspect maybe it's not that. I went I went down the wormhole of just like funny yeah. kids outfits. <laughs> and I found like a list of <laughs> of so these are outfits stupid, you can buy for kids. Like Halloween outfits basically oh, for ha- kids. Right. Yeah. And should I read some of them out to well, you? Yeah, I mean, parents need Halloween outfits, don't they? Kids love parents, Halloween. Yeah, exactly. So kids kids these, like to dress up. So presumably these outfits are what? Things like, I don't know. Uh, well, I'll tell you number one. Sexy Dracula. And Frank. Sorry? And Frank's number one. And Frank is number one. And Frank was number one on this list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where She's, can I buy uh, that? It, uh, Where could one buy that? Halloweencostumes.com. <laughs> My, the thing is with the Anne Frank out, let's have a look. Halloweencostumes.com would like to apologise for any offence this has caused. She's also called World War II Costume for Girls or World War II Evacuee Costume. Christ. Let's have a look. There she is. Um, but the thing is, that is a blue petticoat with a with a sort of green velvet hat and, and a little badge. Sort of brown badge. satchel as well. Yeah. Like if you took your kid to a, like the school gates as Anne Frank yeah. on Halloween, people would be like, I don't. It's just a what, kid. Yes, what it's is a little it? girl. And then you'd have to explain, oh no, it's, it's Anne Frank. Well, maybe what, that's what reaction got... are you expecting? Maybe that's why they had to apologise. It's Anne Frank. Yeah. Ah. Oh. oh, it's Anne Frank. Oh, of course. Oh, well, little Timmy here is coming, Harold, Harold Shipman. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why they got annoyed. Maybe that's why they had to issue an apology, this company. Yeah. It's nothing to do with it being they Anne Frank. It's just it... the fact that it's not a very good costume. They didn't pull it from sale, though, did they? Due to the feedback from the customers, we take very seriously. We have elected to stop selling this costume. <laughs> oh, that is a shame. But I still feel like it's because it's just not a very good costume rather than it's an offensive costume. I mean, there's another one from a similar website called Roadkill. There's a roadkill costume of like an animal with its guts hanging out. And it's like a little boy dresses it and he's got like a tire track across him. <laughs> And he's got his guts hanging out. That's quite fun for kids, though. That's quite... F- Did your parents ever... My mum used to come up with some quite rogue Halloween outfits when I was a kid. She just sort of decides... I think maybe she just... She's quite creative, my mum, but also she will she knows her limitations. <laughs> so I think she'd sort of be like, yeah, I could make that. And then, like, no bother questioning whether that's yeah. something I might want to go to a party. So I genuinely once went to a party as a brick wall. <laughs> she built this, like, huge... What was the theme? Just costume party, I think. Oh, right. All my friends were there as, like, Transformers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm a fucking brick wall. <laughs> Literally. And it's like and it's like a cardboard box, and my head's sticking out the top. She's painted the brick wall, and my hands are sticking out the side. So I can't move. I'm like this all day. And it's a kid's party. There's treats and snacks everywhere, and I can't eat any of it because I can't get my hands to my mouth. It was torture. I wanted to have some party rings. I had to, like, keep on asking my mates to, like, Feed me like I was in hell. It was awful. I love the idea of you getting a lift to the party from your mum. You just across the three back seats, just like that. Yeah, genuinely. And then it was just like, all oh, right. But there was a a nice ending to the story, there wasn't it? Because you you met a beautiful beautiful lamppost, didn't you? A beautiful lamp. Yeah, yeah. A wrecking ball. A wrecking ball. <laughs> Miley Cyrus wrecking ball came yeah. and smashed through me. Yeah. And Another yeah. time I went as a piece of broccoli. That was another one that mum felt like that she could make. That one was a bit more dexterous. I could actually move. Yeah. But I was a piece of broccoli. And it's like, you know, you go to a kid's party and then you're all playing at pretending the thing that you've come to the party as. So Optimus Prime's like, I'll save the world with my ray gun or whatever. And I'm like, I'll give you iron. (laughs) Or something (laughs) like, I had, it's like, you can't, you can't take part in the game if everyone else is superheroes and you're a piece of broccoli. And also broccoli is, this is fucking annoying, isn't it? 
Oh, yeah. put it in your teeth. Yeah, exactly. But it did look good. She built this whole sort of thing, and I had like a hat. Yeah. But it's like, you know, and I'd go to her and I'd be like, I want to, can I go as Treader at this party? Or, you know, I want to be Bucky O'Hare. Yeah. And then she'd be like, it's oh, wool. I got, you co- I got you covered. Yeah. And it's green. I'm like, okay, maybe I'm going to be Bucky. Oh. Bucky O'Hare's green. Yeah, maybe I'll be Bucky O'Hare. And then it's like, oh, it's a piece of broccoli. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, this is what I thought would be cool. My, yeah, my mum used to do quite a lot of that. My current fascination is with an article that I read today. Yeah. It's about a guy in Australia. I've got it here. He, uh, he's been ordered to pay compensation for wasting police time because he faked his own kidnapping so he could cheat on his girlfriend. Right. Yeah. It's called Paul Iera. He's 35. He, uh, on New Year's Eve, he told his girlfriend that he was going to meet his financial guy, <laughs> in quotation marks, and then he didn't come home. And then he texted her, being, he t- like texted her some messages where it was all spelt wrong, yeah. being like, we'll have him back tomorrow. Or like something, you know, like genuinely like, we've got him and don't try and look for him. And he's coming back tomorrow. And then the police, she called the police. So, sorry, he was only been kidnapped for one day. He'll it was like back one tomorrow. Night. Genuinely, I think it was like, we'll have him back tomorrow. But she calls the police. And then they found him in his van. They didn't say anything about who he'd actually shagged, but I presume he shagged someone and then just decided to go there, stay in his van. There were literally a million excuses I go to before fake faking my own kidnapping. He's going away for a day. I get a day. It's not like he's going off on a six month. Well, it's New Year, and it's New Year's Eve though. So maybe she, maybe he was like, she's never going to believe that I wouldn't want to spend New Year's Eve with her. I couldn't be working on New Year's Eve, but he had to pay eight thousand pounds. Compensation really? for doing it for wasting all this police time. Yeah, there's so many better excuses than that. Do you ever think about faking your own death? All the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> almost almost exclusively. All the time. Yeah. Well, how would you do it? How would I fake my own death? Yeah. You'd have to have a body. Death is harder, I guess, than kidnapping, isn't it? Yeah. Because you'd have to like, you need a body. You'd have to fight. You'd have to like steal one from a hospital and then like like a burnt body. But what if you? So, so if I was going to fake my own death... You'd have to do it at sea, I I'd guess. do it at sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd go out no on a boat and yeah. just let the bloke be discovered, like a sailboat or something. Yeah. That's, that's or like that bloke, John Darwin, the canoe guy. From, do you remember him? Yeah. What did he do? Well, he went out in his canoe one morning, as you do. Yeah. And then <laughs> lived in his walls, basically. <laughs> this is actually what happened. He lived in his walls? Yeah, John Darwin... He, canoe went out, and then his wife went. Oh my God, John! John's gone. John! John's gone. The canoe's Called here. The canoe's here. Washed up on shore, and he's yeah. living in his walls. Why? Because he it was something to do with um, life insurance or something. Oh. Getting the, getting the money. But but he lived there for ages in yeah. the walls, and his kids, his sons, grown up sons, was like, Oh my God, Dad's dead, and. In the no. do- I watched a documentary about it. And they were like, we'll hammer up, we'll put a, like a picture of him on the wall. And then that was how they found him. And then the eyes started moving. They just like hammered the nail and he was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> he was living in, in the walls or in the in the attic for ages. And in the documentary I saw, he started being so brazen, he'd walk around town. I think it was Hartlepool. Yeah. He, he said, one day I walked past my son, come the other direction. And he didn't know it. He recognised because he had a big beard. But how long was he expecting to do that for? Forever? Um, and you may as well kill yourself. I think 
I, I like, what quality of life are you going for there? You're like, we've got the insurance pay out, but I do live in the walls now. I and I have no friends or family. <laughs> well, then he moved to South America. Okay. And that's how he got rumbled. Really? Because him and his wife moved to South America. Yeah. And they made friends with people. Yeah. Someone put a photo on Facebook and out of sheer chance, a policeman or somebody they knew said, saw it and went, that's fucking John. That's John. Who's supposed to be dead? He's supposed to be dead. And he got rumbled. And what about his kids? Well, his kids apparently have not forgiven him. Well, yeah, how could you? He was just like... He so, was, he was, he, his whole plan hinged on the fact that he was perfectly okay with never talking to his kids ever again. Yeah. <laughs> it's the perfect plan. It's like, yeah, your kids might take that a, a little bit but offense. if you don't want to do the whole dying at sea thing... Yeah. So, do you know what the capital of faking your own death is? Ooh. Philippines. Really? That's my own question there, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> wasn't a great game. Um, but you said you need a body... Yeah. So what happens in the Philippines is a bit of corruption. You get a body from the local morgue. Yeah. And you get... So there's John fi- Doe. There's, there's fix, fixes in the government Yeah. who will fix you a death certificate. Um, like there's a story here about someone um, on the death certificate saying so died in a car crash, made up witnesses, but it's attached to a real body. Yeah. So like, oh, you're dead. You are dead. And then what? Well, then you can do whatever you want because you're officially dead. You just have a new identity. But, but apparently... But then, but yeah, but in, do you, what do you think that actually means in practice? What, well... Can you, you can't go on holiday because you haven't got a passport. We get a fake passport. You get a fake passport. So you've got a whole new identity. So apparently it's not illegal to fake your own death. Really? It's only illegal... To impersonate someone else. To, yeah, and... It's only illegal to have fake documents or it's illegal to obviously carry out fraud. Yeah. But you could fake your own death and get away with it quite happily. But you'd have... Yeah. But then you'd have to admit it afterwards. There's another story I found here about a woman in... Missing woman found 30 years after a man confessed to her murder. What? So this is Petra Pasika from a German town of Braunschweig. Um... Good pronunciation. Thank you. That's uh, I got that off um, Rosetta Stone. <laughs> she disappeared in 1984, and um, and someone confessed to her murder. So, Why? Well, because he'd killed someone else locally and was clearly a nutter, and I think in prison said, "Yeah, it was me." Probably to get I don't know mad props from other. What? And then she was like, killer. "Oh, well, I'll just say that he killed me." Well, she just disappeared. She didn't say. What had happened? She just fucked off. Oh, yeah, of course. She didn't say, oh, yeah, by the way, that was me. He killed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, I'll ju- I'd like to jump on this. And then, so she faked her own death, got a new identity. She was only discovered when she reported a burglary years later. Yeah. 17 years later or something. And the police came over and required her driving license or something. Yeah. And realised it was fake. And then she got and then she got busted for and then she, that. And then she said, oh... Yeah, I've got something to tell you. I was that murdered woman. But uh, why? Well, I mean, this is quite a dark story. She had a horrible, like... Uh, sort of abusive partner? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. And that's why she did it. Oh, uh, well, keep it light. <laughs> keep it light. <laughs> we'll just make a little joke out of that, shall we? Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah, that's that's sort of the most legitimate reason to, to do it. There's so much of this shit out there, though. This is from from uh, NBC. Doppelganger murder. Woman accused of killing Instagram lookalike in plot to fake her own death. Nuts. 
apparently men more like to fake their own deaths than women anyway sure so this 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 made me, I found this relatable. This one this is from Wikipedia. Tim, Timothy Dexter was an eccentric 18th century New England businessman, probably best known for his punctuationless book. <laughs> what a funny claim to fame! I'm not going to punctuate this. No, and people uh, will talk about it. And it's called a pickle for the knowing ones. Absolute bullshit. He's known for having faked his own death to see how people would react. Anyway, he turned up at his own funeral. But is this recently? No, there no, was another guy 18th I thought, century you're not listening sorry to sorry saying. sorry there was another guy who did do this recently wasn't there yeah a tiktok guy did yeah it. yeah a tiktok guy did it yeah he showed up his own just to see how but is that yeah. not i've had that fancy before i no. would love to see do you know do you, you think, would want to see but then also then everyone's gonna how are they gonna be is they're gonna be fucked off they're going to be so angry with you, aren't yeah. they? Surely. That's going to be the only... Res- so you might get a second of them being like, ooh, look, some people... Would you crying. not like to be at the back just hearing your eulogy? Yeah. And seeing who's in the room? <sighs> yeah, maybe. But I think it'd probably depress you. You'd be like, oh, not as many people turned up as I hoped they would. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, I sh- I'm sure they would turn up. We used to work together. They haven't even bothered to show... I thought, they fanci- I thought she fancied me. <laughs> she hasn't even come that's a shame yeah and then that probably bum you out and then you have to be like oh by the way everyone I'm actually not dead and then the, all the people who did show up would be like you bastard we yeah. love you yeah I'm not coming to the next one and then you'll be like well yeah well actually I'm more annoyed about the people who didn't come if I'm honest yeah so I'm actually not even that bothered that you guys yeah, are angry yeah, you are not the first no I knew you guys would turn up you've got nothing better to do than love me I, there's some cool people out there who I thought might turn up and they didn't even bother to come yeah um, but the 18th century guy, how did, why did he do it? Just to, just to intrigued how people would react. And how did they react? Does it um, well, he said he was not happy with um, how his wife responded. She <laughs> didn't look sufficiently sad. Uh, so after the funeral, he caned her. He caned her? <laughs> Different era. Different era. We can't judge people by the standards of this era, Jack. We could try. <laughs> And I would say, caning your wife, not cool, not ever cool. Isn't it a sad indictment of just, like, life in general, though, that people people just want out, don't they? Yeah. This hellscape that we live in. They don't even want out, though. They want out and back in. Yeah, they do. They just want out in a different... I think it's just, like, therapy, isn't it? Yeah. It's like... Do you know why? You can't run away from your problems. Yeah. It's you. You're the problem. Yeah. So faking your own death and starting a new life, you can have all the same issues that you had before. But it's, I think it's a lot of these faking your own deaths are because uh, they're largely by men is because men can't tell anyone they like them. So that men, yeah. the only way men can know that their friends like them oh, is I by see. faking their own death yeah, yeah, and yeah. seeing who comes to the funeral and what they say about them. Yeah, that yeah, is the yeah, only yeah. time. They're never going to say it in the pub, are they? <laughs> yeah. No. There's no there's never yeah. any this is what ones. I had to do. Yeah. I had to fake my own. This is it. I knew. Uh, yeah, I, you needed. You needed that final. Yeah. You needed that final deadline for love. Yeah. Otherwise, it was never going to happen. Yeah. Couldn't you just say that you were going to die and see what people were going to say? If you're like, I've so, got terminal cancer, and then you're like, miracle cure, and then. But then people, you know? someone's going to go. Sorry, what do you mean? Which what, what is it? Yeah. What, what miracle cure? It's it's expensive. Yeah, but where where have you got it from though? From the doctors. Oh, from cool, a, cool. a weird doctor. Oh, my uncle's got cancer, so I'd actually like to know what this is. So precisely. Well, um, it's this plant that they have okay, in Rwanda. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! But what I actually it? ate the last one, <laughs> and it's extinct now. <laughs> you ate the. <them. 
<laughs> and you make that oh, all the route, everything. All, they, they just said this was the last one. There was a fire after there was like a forest fire after I after they'd given me my treatment and then that wiped it out. It's a tragedy. It's a real tragedy. <laughs> but um so that's why I'm the only one to get the cure, unfortunately. Right. So bad luck to your uncle. Well, he'll be devastated. But I love you too, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we've we've learned a lot today. And in a sense, nothing at all. Yeah. In a much bigger sense, in a nothing much at more all. Serious sense, absolutely nothing. I learned that I'm quite bad at listening. I thought I was quite good. I actually missed two things that you said in that conversation. <laughs> what we haven't got to is what was going on in your head. I think I the was... problem with the podcast is that you're trying to think of something funny. Yeah. You just gotta listen. Listening's far funnier than being funny. Listening's hilarious. Listening's great. Sounds great. You listening. know what they say? The root of all comedy is hearing. Isn't that a saying? I th- no. I think you misheard that. Hello, producer Trav here. You may know me from other much more successful podcasts, but now I'm editing this horseshit. Wormhole's theme music is by Ben Osborne, and our artwork was designed by Alexandra Turner. It would mean a lot to us if you would subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed it, number one, are you all right, mate? Number two, consider telling a friend or your therapist. And you could even leave a short review helps more people to find us, and it makes our lives way less meaningless. If you want to complain about the episode, please reach out to Max or Jack on Instagram. They do not pay me nearly enough to run that department too. All right, that's it. It's finished now. Climb back out the wormhole, take your rubbish with you, and we'll see you next week.